Hey, you guys, I'm Gia Duke, and I am so excited to be here. If you were, we were together in person and you were standing in front of me, I'd probably give you a hug because I am a super hugger, uh, with your permission, of course. And then I might ask you something like, what drives you? What inspires you? And what makes you feel alive? Those are some of my favorite questions. And most importantly, I'd ask you, what kind of difference do you want to make in the world? And is there any way I can help you? So in a nutshell, what I do, the easiest way to sum it up is to say, I help people who want to help people. Is that you? I'm also driven to inspire people to think about how we're all connected and to remind them that most of us, I think, truly want the same things, to love and be loved and to feel like we matter. Compassion, love, and empathy have always been my driver. Heart first, that's how I roll. I've always loved being around different kinds of people and hanging in different crowds. And I often imagine what it might feel like to stand in someone's shoes. And if they're not doing okay, it stays with me. I know in my heart that we're not meant to be alone and that we all need each other. If I had to put a title on what I do, you could call me an author, a humanitarian, or a life coach. I'm also a nonprofit founder, a speaker, and a foster youth and animal rescue advocate. Oh, and I'm a night owl. Any night owls here? And a rain lover. Yes, I love the rain. And I'm a super giggler. I love to laugh and be silly. I also wrote a help help book. Did you catch that? It's called Get Your Heart On, the how-to guide for people who want to make a difference. A handbook for helpers. And I'm super excited because I just kicked off my very own show, my podcast, with the same name as the book, Get Your Heart On. And I would love for you to come over and push play and tune in and just join the community. The show is all about, and the book and my work is all about caring and helping and connecting. It's about creating hope, giving back and spreading love. It's about the hard stuff, the sticky stuff the good stuff, and the real. It's about kindness on purpose and leaving a legacy. It's about living a life that matters. And if I had only one wish for my show, it would be that you would leave each episode feeling energized to get out there and put that big heart of yours into action. So like I said, come over, push play, say hello, or dive into my book and let me know how you want to get your heart on in the world. So I grew up in Bremerton, Washington, which is across the water from Seattle. I'm pretty much a Pacific Northwest girl at heart. And I've spent many years also in the mountains in Truckee, California by Lake Tahoe. But currently I live in the heart of San Francisco and I love the city and how the energy of the city and how I feel so alive and creative here. And when I'm not at home, you might find me on a road trip with my husband, Justin, our son, Tobin, and our rescue pup, Blaze, in our VW van, whenever we can get away. Um, Lovingly, his name is Rustle. (laughs) So beyond the titles, who am I and how the heck did I get here? So it's pretty much been the story of my life. So I'm going to do my best to sum it up for you. There have been many times when I've wanted to walk away from my difference-making dreams and just quit because it hurt honestly too much. I've spent many sleepless nights and years actually thinking about all of the pain in the world. I'd imagine all the people or animals who were sick, struggling, or hanging on 
with hope or grasping for just one small break. I'd close my eyes and instead of dreaming, I'd hear their voices or see their faces in my mind telling me to not give up or walk away. Then the tears would start to roll down my cheeks because I had no idea what to do or how to even begin. And that not knowing piece, man, that was so hard. And at the time, I didn't know anyone that felt like me. I even wrote letters to Oprah, hoping she could help me out or give me a Harpo hookup. Please, Oprah, just tell me what to do. Then I spent a large portion of my life running around from cause to cause, doing whatever I could to help, to advocate, raise funds, spread the word, cheer on, or hold hands. I became the rescue girl, but there were way too many causes that needed support and only one me. I felt like I couldn't help fast enough. And no matter what I did, there was always so much more work to be done. I wouldn't change a thing, but as some of you might have guessed, over time I started to feel run down, exhausted, and hopeless. There was definitely no light at the end of the tunnel, and it was a long, lonely ride. I finally decided that the best way I could make a difference was to focus my energy on the give back work that I was most passionate about at the time. For me, that meant advocating for foster youth, helping rescue animals, and raising money and contributing my time to support causes that spoke to me. In 2006, I started to find out more about the foster care system, which eventually led to creating Remix, a creative arts and wilderness retreat nonprofit for foster kids. I had no experience, no degree in this area, and honestly, no idea what I was doing. But what I did have was so much heart and passion and tons of patience and determination to make it happen and to figure it out. And in 2010, we launched a retreat. It was one of the most amazing days. And as exciting as it was, I'd also been running myself down and was on the edge of burnout trying to play, quote unquote, all the roles. I'm sure some of you can relate. I was a stay at home slash working slash volunteering mom. I had a little boy, three dogs, and at times I was a single mom when my husband was at work as a firefighter. I was also the founder, the director, the creator, the grant writer, the fundraiser, all the jobs that go with running a nonprofit. You name it, I did it. I was constantly torn, often feeling guilty and was struggling to stay present and not hit a wall at the same time. And I just knew that I couldn't keep this up. So I got a tattoo. (laughs) Bet you didn't see that coming. It was a permanent self-care reminder, essentially. I chose the word carefully. It says matter. To me, that meant making a difference in the world, to matter in my life and in the lives of others, and to remind myself to matter or be present with whoever I'm with or whatever I'm working on. I put it on the top of my wrist facing me so I could see it all the time to remind me of what matters most to just be here now in this moment. Eventually, I started to help other people to pinpoint a cause and get started with their heart work. People who also wanted to make a difference in their own way, but skip the part about burnout and struggle, which is why I eventually wrote the book. And now I'm starting the podcast with the same name to help more people who want to help people. And I'm happy to say, I no longer feel like the solo rescue girl because I learned I don't have to keep moving forward all on my own, right? I finally figured out we can do it together and then make an even bigger impact in the world. And that feels amazing. 
One thing I've learned about myself from sharing my story is that, unfortunately, sacrificing one's health in service of a cause is a common narrative, especially with big-hearted, mission-driven people. Not a surprise, right? We're often energetic and optimistic and so full of passion when we start out, then it's likely that either our excessive workload or the expectation to do more with less and intense emotional labor can burn us out, right? And it can lead to what I call compassion exhaustion. While burnout happens from running ourselves down from daily stress, compassion exhaustion happens when your deep sympathy for another who is struggling and your desire to do something to alleviate it takes over and you start to feel run down. And it becomes a problem when we think that no matter what we do, it's never enough. I have a whole section in my book about taking care of ourselves while taking care of others, but I wanted to offer a few tips right now that can hopefully help you. So to avoid burnout, one of the first steps is to understand the difference between helping versus rescuing. So here we go. To help someone, the definition by definition is the action of helping someone to do something, to assist them, to make it easier. Examples of that are teach, can advocate, empower, speak up, lend a hand. People that might do this are teachers, mentors, coaches, tutors, chaplains, counselors, therapists, social workers, etc. To rescue something, someone, by definition, is to save them from a dangerous or distressing situation. Okay, examples of that are disaster aid relief workers, ER doctors and nurses, firefighters, police officers, anyone in the armed services. So if you find yourself starting to feel drained or uninspired or like you're barely hanging on by a thread, take notice, then ask yourself, what role am I playing right now or have I taken on? Am I being a helper or am I acting like a rescuer? If that's the case, then it's time to flip your mindset and remind yourself, instead of rescuing, you can help. So here's the difference between the rescue mindset and the helping mindset. Instead of enabling, I can assist. Instead of preaching, I can advocate. Instead of lecturing, I can listen. Telling, I can ask questions. Doing it for them, I can pitch in or refer out or empower. I hope you see the difference. Once you start to shift your thinking, you'll find that you have more energy your passion will eventually come back and you will be able to make an even bigger impact with your hard work. Keep an eye out, notice the signs, then step in as needed. And the one thing I keep reminding myself as I do my hard work, and I want to remind you right now, is that I'm not alone. You are not alone. There are more people that care. We care together and we can do this work together. And that is so relieving and takes a huge load off. So what is my biggest dream? For me, it's honestly for everyone in the world to feel like they matter and to have someone that believes in them and for all that rescue animals to have a forever home and more love, more love, more love. If I could leave you with one final thought or one call to action to get your heart on right now to make a difference in someone's life in this moment, it's this. Believe in someone. We all need someone to believe in our ideas, our hearts, and who we are without having to change anything about us. And sometimes we just need to know that someone believes in us when we find it hard to believe in ourselves. 
Thank you so much for listening to Pieces of My Story. It's a true honor and so much love and gratitude to Sydney for inviting me to be a part of this amazing series. Our stories are so powerful. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. I love that African proverb. Please come over, say hello, say hi, introduce yourself. I'd love to meet you, connect with you, and see how we can help each other to make a bigger impact in the world in our own way. Thank you so much for listening. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time. <laughs>